Welcome to the Yankee Cowboy Podcast. Coming to you from Dallas, Texas. Here's your host, Tim Wilkins. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Yankee Cowboy Podcast. And today's somber edition of the Yankee Cowboy Podcast is the topic that y'all have been waiting for, for all you liberals out there, you libtards. Trump finally got indicted with no perp walk and no mugshot. Shocker. Y'all got half. It's like getting a it's like getting a handy with no, no blowy. Uh, but in all seriousness, today's topic is an American travesty unlike anything we've ever seen before. And I'm going to go full into this topic now and talk about it. Chris, I appreciate you joining me as always. But today is a very sad and somber day in America. There's no question about it. I'm not happy. Any liberals might be happy. I can care less if they are. But this is a very sad, sad day in America. What that man did for the rule of law in this country is pretty much throw it down into the banana republic. And I'm not just trying to sound like a blowhard conservative here being pissed off that my president got indicted for basically a bookkeeping charge. I'm pissed off because as a criminology major that spent four years in college, this kind of judicial ethics is by far the worst I've ever seen in any lawyer's activity or prosecution. Coming firsthand knowledge from many different lawyers and many different prosecutors across many different states I understand, as the saying goes, you can indict a ham sandwich, but this is by far the biggest travesty known to humanity. And Chris, I'm going to go on this situation. Today, the indictment got read. Basically, it's the same exact charge 34 times. They didn't try to stack. They definitely charge stacked it, they call it. It's a it's a judicial thing that they basically, they basically throw, they call, a lot of guys call throwing the book at you. It's the same thing. It's basically, but here's the worst part about it. The, the indictment that came out literally reads the same thing 34 times and doesn't list the secondary crime that Trump supposedly violated by doing said bookkeeping problem. So the guy has, the law itself is basically if you do a fraudulent, you know, it, it's, it's clear as day. You break that part. It's a misdemeanor, which we're outside of statute of limitations, which, by the way, I, I have to say that the lawyers on this are making a fucking fabulous amount of cash for basically what's going to come down to a motions case. It, it, it is it's going to probably have about maybe a half a dozen motions by the time this thing is all said and done. And the case should be thrown out in court some way, shape or form, either by this judge that we got assigned to today, which... I'll go into the theoretic. I call it the theatrics today because that's what it was, was a bunch of theatrics. Anybody in this country that's ever gotten arrested before, I'm going to tell you right now, that is not how any arrangements go by any means of the imagination. You know, they, the court, by the way, for them to even start at 215, okay? No offense to anybody. Just like Donald Trump today on uh, 815 speech time, that man didn't start till 830. Just saying. 
Man can't keep track of time. But with all joking aside here, court arraignment was supposed to start at 2.15. He didn't even walk in the damn room until 2.30. Everybody's sitting there. They took a little snapshot picture. looked like basically the guy from Progressive Commercials. And they ask a bunch of questions. So today is honestly a travesty because, Chris, I think you may or may disagree with me on this. The the mat the fact of the matter is, why this case? Why? The facts of this case on discovery, I'm not going to try to go through the legal jargon of this, is literally, it got discussed today. The dates and times of this supposed action is when he's in the Oval Office, which by definition is almost impossible because he was not running his business from the Oval Office. They're trying to say, which, by the way, for all you listeners out there that may or may not care about this, but they're basically bootstrapping, they call it, the actions of a $130 non-disclosure agreement to a adult film star named Stephanie Clifford, better known as Stormy Daniels, for $130,000 for a non-disclosure agreement, which both of them in years past in history, have declined that any events even transpired under oath and otherwise said it never happened. But, you know, what do I know? I'm just a normal guy. But paying a $130,000 porn lawyer, or I'm sorry, adult film actress, okay, or only films, only fan star, as we like to call them now, $130,000, and then gets into some kind of civil lawsuit later on down the road and gets basically all the money back that you spent and then legal fees. The comedic aspect of this case, by far, is the most hilarious thing. Chris, I think you can attest to this. The amount of just dumb shit that you hear people try to say and rationalize why this is even a criminal case is mind-blowing. What did he do? He didn't do anything. He was in the Oval Office of the country, White House, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, running the country. Well, well Tim, we know, we all know, the, and I jump in real quick. We all we all know the reason why they're going after him. It's because he it's because he is the most dangerous thing to the to the swamp and the establishment. They know if he gets if and when he gets his keys back to the White House, that he's going to go full scorched earth. He's a He'll be a he'll be a second term president. He's got nothing to lose. They all know that. That's the reason why that they they've done everything to this guy. They've they've wiretapped him. They they spied on his campaign. <clears throat> they impeached him twice. They rate they they uh, unconstitutionally raided his home. They've they've done every they've done everything they can to take this man out. And this was this was their this was and I've heard this term used. During the week, this was their proverbial wet dream was to indict him. Yeah, but it, 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 here's the problem, though, man. You They blew their wad like a 12-year-old dude going through puberty on a case that doesn't have anything. It's like, at least get me something. Give me a traffic ticket, a DWI. Give me something. No, you're going to get me on a bookkeeping deal. Like, come on, man. The old adage is, you find the man and I'll find the crime. We're not, we're not, we're not investigating 
uh, we're not investigating crimes and, and, and looking for people. We're investigating people looking for crimes. That's that's the difference right now. I will say we're, we'll we'll talk about his speech here in a minute, but I think legitimately what happened in this entirety of what happened here is this man has now secured his nomination for the presidency of the United States. And I don't care what people think about this, but I'm sorry, Ron DeSantis, your time is not now. I love you to death, buddy. You're a great governor, but damn it, your time is not yours. You're going against, you don't want a motivated Donald Trump like this. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very, how do I put it to people? A lot of people don't remember, maybe they do remember, the White House Correspondents' Dinner that he got invited to when Barack Obama was president of the United States, and he was in, got basically eviscerated by Barack Obama, basically saying he's he's a joke, he's nothing, he's not going to be president, and that gave him some kind of I don't know if you want to call it energy, fire, whatever you want to call it, enthusiasm, whatever you want to call it. But now, watch, I think he said it today in his speech, and I caught it at the very end of it. Him watching his own accountant that was his, basically, I would say, for over 30 years at the Trump administration, or Trump organization, get convicted of a crime and almost, and get sentenced to the life for the rest of his adult life that he has to serve is now what's driving Trump to say, you go after everybody that I love, and now this is what's going to happen. You 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 indicted like he he literally talks about the story where he the, tr the the judge that he has now told the 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 accountant if you plead guilty to this you only have to serve ninety days, which is a very admirable thing. But at the same time, he wouldn't go down, and he's now serving a long term deal. He's seventy five years old, Chris, and I can think that's kind of a tough way to go. It's tough to tote boat tote tough boat to row there but he's watching people around him get basically eviscerated when it comes to legal costs you can't tell me that this stuff is cheap i mean everybody has lawyers but i mean seriously this is ridiculous i mean mark meadows all the the lower level staffers have lawyers they're all getting subpoenaed i mean come on now you can't tell me this is gonna this is gonna help the country out. Which Eric Trump did bring up a valid point today. It cost the New York City government two hundred plus million dollars to drive to have Trump basically go through the city of Manhattan or the city of New York City, the borough of Manhattan, go through Laguardia. I mean, two hundred million dollars over a hundred and thirty thousand dollar misledger. I'm sorry, it, it is if. The lawyers, by the way, that he that Trump has on this isn't like some blonde and like two ditzy blondes and a pear tree. It is literally some of the most. I uh, if you don't know of who he has for lawyers, guys, look up their track records. He ain't coming here with some doofuses. He ain't doing the whole like, hey, I'm gonna hire three lawyers for my election integrity law thing. No, 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 no. He hired some of the best. One was a great white-collar lawyer that got Paul Manafort basically a minimum sentence. And, you know, and then he has one of the greatest defense attorneys in New York. So, uh, a high profile. So it's going to be hilarious to watch, Chris. I think 
the speech today, honestly, I think was uneventful. Uh, I think he spoke about it, but I, I didn't think he was going to go use one word, one, one sentence in there. I didn't think people didn't catch until the very end. And I'm sitting there going, Oh, he's going to use that one for the campaign. And I think, you know, which one I'm talking about there, that one, that one sentence. And, uh, he wasn't going to start going into election mode. I think he was very stoic, very, uh, composed, but I think now he knows what time it is. It's time to go. So your thoughts, Chris, I'll take them. You know, we're going to have some fun with this day. This is a crazy day today. I mean, I think, I think obviously, you know, when you look at the speech, um, you know, which we decided obviously to, to, to take the podcast after the after the speech uh, this evening. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think I think stoic is a term to use. I mean, I mean, this guy just he just keeps going. You know, when when you look at what the heart and soul of America truly is, um, he he embodies it. Um, you know, right? I mean, how many people can continue to take these continue to take these shots day in and day out? keep on going. I mean, it is, it's something that is, that is quite incredible. If, you, if you're a true red blooded American, you look at that and you say, you know, this, he's the reason why we need to keep fighting for this country. You know, this country is in a very, very difficult spot right now, but fortunately we have somebody like him who, you know, has, you know, have basically has the swamp after him so much after him. And he continues each and every day to keep fighting for this country. Um, and that's really all you can you can ask for out of, out of out of somebody is that he gives us hope that you know that there that you know there could be you know nothing's ever guaranteed in life but you know he gives us hope that you know that this isn't over that with this country this country is still worth fighting for and we have to each and every day get up and continue to fight for this country this country's in bad shape there's no doubt about it he definitely alluded to it but we just have to continue to keep keep our eye on the prize each and every day, regardless of all the forces that are working against us. It's, it's, it's not a, it's not a mar- you know, it's not a, uh, it's not a sprint. This is, this is a marathon. It didn't get screwed up. Uh, you know, it didn't get screwed up just overnight and it certainly isn't going to get turned around overnight. I mean, I, I, I think you said it right there. That, I mean, it's not going to get turned over overnight, but I, I think politically, Ladies and gentlemen, it can't go without saying this, but I have to say it. The base rhinos came out and supported him. And Chris, I, I think we even saw a never Trumper himself come out and say this is a terrible charge. And that was Jeb Bush. And um, a lot of never Trumpers are coming out and saying, hey, this is this is not what we this isn't good, you know, and. I'm not say saying, the, G, the GOP yeah. was ra- was rather quiet today, even during during the uh, during the majority of the day. The GOP was rather quiet, which was, to me was quite frustrating. I, I think a lot of people need to take the ownership and un- understanding that the GOP, the only thing they like using Donald Trump for is campaign or finance and in 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 rallying money, and and it's scary to say that, but like that's all they. How many fucking text messages and damn emails I got while after Trump got indicted? Seriously, I understand it's a fucking campaign, but when red can go fuck itself. Seriously, GOP, the GOP party can go fuck off. Like, sorry, 
Where were you when Trump was saying, hey, hire lawyers in Pennsylvania? Hey, hire lawyers in Georgia or Wisconsin. Nowhere to be found, right? But you still email me and call and texted me 30 fucking times in two weeks about the same bullshit. It's ridiculous, dude. Like, I'm sorry, but it, I, this podcast can go about all day long about Trump, but I, I I respect the president of the United States, but I don't respect the GOP infrastructure anymore. I'm sorry. I, I don't I don't respect that. I'm sorry, but Brad Parscale lost him that election. Point blank. Lost him that election because he's too worried about getting a donor list and all this other bullshit. Analytics that didn't matter. That they were he was gonna raise money regardless from the treasure trove known as the Oval Office. Okay. You can raise a billion dollars from the sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue. But guess what? You can't hire freaking constitutional lawyers to fight election integrity laws when you're just raising money all the time because you don't have political wit. I'm sorry, but Brad Pascar was the worst campaign manager. Lost us that election for no reason. But, of course, we have Ronna McDaniel, a.k.a. Ronna Romney. You know, oh, this is my last term. What are you going to do? You're not going to do anything for these local candidates. We lost another election. Sorry. It's just stupid. I, I'm sorry, Chris, to go on a tangent there, but it's just the infrastructure of the, of the party wants to text me a million times and text you a million times as a, as a conservative going, hey, feel free to donate today. No, I'm going to donate to the guy that's fucking losing his ass every day to the damn Democrats and needs our help. That's Donald Trump. I don't need to donate to you. You ain't doing anything to help him. Hell, the only thing you've done to help him is, is throw him under the bus. Blame it on him losing twenty, losing the midterm elections. Really, the GOP has lost its way, dude, in so many more ways than one. It's ridiculous. No doubt about it. It's just, I mean, I, I, have enough, I have enough respect for the president of the United States, the presidency of the United States, the office itself. But Donald Trump didn't get any help from the GOP there, dude. I'm sorry. Just, I mean, or or any any American first candidate. I will say that uh, Bill Barr, which I'm not sure. I know you didn't watch any of the Fox News covers today throughout the day because you were you know, doing the, the adulting part of the day. Um, it, Bill Barr is probably the most like adult man in the room when it comes to this stuff. And he was like, this is frivolous. Like, he's not a Donald Trump supporter. He's just a man that worked for him. And he's like, I got into many, many disagreements with him. But guess what? He's right here. I mean, there's guys, there's a people, the time to be adults in the room, and this is the time to be an adult in the room. We as a country have never indicted a former president for anything. We're not damn Brazil. We're not Israel. We're not France. We're not any European country that can't even defend itself without the help of the United States. No, we're the United States. We're the beacon on the hill. And basically what we did to ourselves today was we embarrassed ourselves globally by indicting a president. For no reason other than, hey, I paid off a public or a, a adult film actress one hundred thirty thousand dollars for an Alleg alleged allegedly. allegedly. Uh, thank you. I appreciate using the word allegedly. I appreciate it. it sounds like a, it sounds like you're more <laughs> you're tuned to that than I am. For apparently for a relationship that did or may or may or not happen on a certain Tuesday after sometime other day. You know, like I, I get it, but like I don't get it, man. I I don't understand how. Trump is supposed to, which we'll, we'll, I, did you catch any of the, the, the kind of the, the, the events of the day other than the speech today? Did you catch up like the whole, what the judge was talking about? 
honestly, I, I didn't catch a lot of it. I mean, and again, you know, this, me, you know, when we look at we look at the, the, the totality of this of this indictment, where it's located. I mean, as and Tucker Carlson touched on it. You know, this indictment sets a really bad precedent. You know, that apparently we could start indicting people um, anywhere around the country if you have a liberal DA. I mean, this, you know, Manhattan yeah, wait, wait till Biden percent. gets out of office. We're yeah. going to buy We're going to we're going to indict him in Florida. Yeah, <laughs> two can two can play the game. There's no doubt about it. But when you look at it from, uh, you know, a place that voted 80 percent for Joe Biden, you know, the 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 the, uh, the judge in the case hates Trump. Every everybody hates Trump. So this is there's no way that he. If this if this were to even go to trial, which we, you know at this point, who knows? But at this point, who would expect that? I mean, legitimately, anybody and anybody with a brain will see this indictment. And okay, let's just let's go through this, shall we, everybody? Okay, let's let's open up your earbuds, everybody. I'm not gonna talk down to you. I'm gonna talk with you. But the same charge gets read 34 times on the indictment. Same exact sentence, by the way. You can probably look it up on the internet on Twitter. By the time this podcast comes out, it'll be all over the social media pages. Basically, what it is, is the same exact, what he did was he used the same transaction four times. Every time he paid Michael Cohen, he counted the transaction three times. That's how he got to 34 transactions, which AKA is 34 counts. Here's the thing. He's not stating in the indictment what underlying crime or what underlying felony that he's violating the New York statute. He tried to today on his stupid press conference today, try to elaborate more with some basically democratic, cool looking flow charts and uh, looks like a complete doofus on national television. Cause basically it is said the same stupid thing without even getting any details. It's hilarious. If you want to learn how to do a flow chart, just ask a Democrat because they could probably do it pretty damn well. Also here's a catch tag for you. Nobody's above the law. No, no, no one's above the law, but apparently if you're liberal, you sure fuck are. But, you know, what do I know? But just throwing this out here, everybody, that Alvin Bragg is going to literally get disbarred by the American Bar Associations after he's done with this because he is doing (laughs) he's breaking like four different edicts of bar ethics, uh, American Bar Association ethics. He's bringing up a crime. He's bringing up charges against somebody without underlying evidence. And he also presented in the in <laughs> the grand jury. He didn't do any exculpatory evidence presentations. He just presented everything he had, which, by the way, wasn't much. And his star witness has been discredited. Michael Cohen. Sorry, but you're discredited. So, um, which, by the way, he went to jail for basically tax fraud. That's what he went to jail for. So the charges that Alvin Bragg is talking about, okay, he's saying that he's trying to violate New York election law. I would like to know where exactly election law, what election law in New York State that he is violating when the dates and times that he's using, which, by the way, are from February 2017 to the end of the year. Those are the dates that he's using. If you don't believe me, look it up yourself, everybody. Discovery will be all over the internet once the evidence gets put out there. But if that's indeed true, the man was in the Oval Office. Also, you're outside the statute of limitations right now, legitimately. If it happened in 2017, 
year borderline outside of statute of limitations. It's a five year statute. But, and then you got, but then you have Bragg using the excuse that, oh, well, you know, the statute of limitations is not included here because. Basically, that it's not uh, it's not consecutive. Uh, I, Trump is not a is not a resident of New York. So well, yeah, and that's where I move, mean, at the same time, then you just know, making up as they go. Yeah, and they, they move the goalposts, as we like to say yeah. in the world. And the thing is, man, it at some point, at some point, at the end of this, Trump's going to win another term because, no offense to Ron DeSantis, but he's literally raised seven million fucking dollars in 48 hours a million dollars of it came from first-time donors if that's not any indication enough that the president the former president of the united states is going to beat the holy hell out of you for another seven months it, i don't know what else is the base is there i think the base the silent majority is there they support him it's just a matter of how he navigates the messaging down the road here and not being too much of a pain in the dick to, to the AG and in the judge here to get basically a gag order. If he doesn't get a gag, which by the way, we haven't talked about this, but I will say it briefly because everybody has brought this up that I've talked to the gag order is going to basically get appealed on notice of it dropping. If it does happen, it's unconstitutional. It's the first time in the country that a sitting presidential candidate, the leading presidential candidate for the Republican Party, is leading in the polls, and you're going to censor him. He can't talk about it. He's also ran on this issue. Also, the two AGs in the state of New York, obviously Letitia James and the sitting AG on this case, have campaigned about getting going after him. So believe me, it won't last long either. But I, I just... Today, man, I hate to sound like a, a, a vent box here, but at the same time, this is by far one of the stupidest things anybody can elaborate on more than just going, this is all you got? Really? This is all you got? Give me a, like a, a vehicular, vehicular manslaughter case or give me something good. Like, he, give me something. Like, hell, man, like there, there's guys in this country that have gotten locked up for less. I mean, seriously. Like, why waste the company? Why waste the damn city's time when there's people getting killed, getting pushed in front of subways, and getting stabbed in broad daylight, and getting robbed every every day in New York City? But yet we're gonna well, worry about Donald gotta, Trump about this. Because right? you got to look at the totality of the situation. They, you got to give, and this is, I, as, I'm not giving them credit by any means, but you have to look at it from the perspective where the GOP continues to to flub and fail when it comes to anything. They're only since Donald Trump, really since he came down the escalator, but especially since he put his hand on the Bible and took the oath to become the president of the United States, they have been, they have, they have not taken their eyes off getting, of getting rid of him. Like, deleting really, him. They really, they, they should be taking it out on us, man. I, I hate to say this to everybody, but let, 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 let's be honest here. No, but they're taking it out on Trump. They're taking out all their, all their shit on Trump. And they're making us pay now with this sleepy, Trump. creepy Joe Pedal Pete fucking president we got. Trump, Sorry, Trump allegedly, is, Trump is, allegedly. Trump is the conduit of what they really want to do to America. That Trump is merely the conduit. That's all he is, is the conduit of what really he, they want to do he, to did, he did talk about it. He, 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 he said it briefly there. He said, this feels like Soviet Russia. Yeah. It, it, it well, was, at, uh, you know, that's, that's what it feels like. Prime example of. I mean, we can use it. We can use a simple example of, of how they truly feel about America. 
when you had the whole uh, chemical spill in Ohio, that area voted like 75% for Trump. If, if that was in Baltimore or New York City or Los Angeles or any Atlanta, any of these major Democrat areas, they would have had every every single three or four letter agency there to help clean up the uh, the mess. Oh, well, the wa- drinking water there is unhealthy. Well, the problem is you guys are, you guys are, uh, are this is Trump country, so you're not our problem. When I, I, I will, about, I will I, say, I will say about, I was surprised that he didn't go into like a campaign speech today, but I kind of wasn't, you know what I mean? You there? But yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, this is, this is uh crazy times. You know, I mean, unfortunately, in the situation we look at, I mean, while while America's focused on all this, we've got countless number of issues that we could, you know, we could spend all day going into probably, you know, for another podcast. But, you know, the fact that our dollar now is becoming used less and less around the world as a major currency, you know, that whole Chinese spy balloon that, yes, indeed, they did get um, data um, about our military bases, you know, and also that Saudi Arabia and OPEC are going to are going to slow down oil production. I mean, you know, we're, while we're sitting here. Just in time when all the strategic reserves are basically bone dry. Exactly. There it is. Exactly. Yeah, you know, we're just, we're really, you know, good, good, good time here because old pedo Pete president, and allegedly. For, uh, and while yeah. we send another $26 billion to Ukraine. Listen, I, I'll say it candidly. I don't have, uh, how do I put it to people? I, I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, but like, this reminds me a lot of the, uh, the the FDR days where like we didn't want to get into like the, the Second World War for a while. And then something happened to us where we had no choice but to get into it. That's kind of what this feels like with them in Ukraine and Russia. Like it kind of feels like, hey, we're putting money to all the allies for a while. But we're not doing anything. Right. And then all of a sudden, oh, Japan decides to bomb Pearl Harbor and then we got to go do it. I'm telling you, there's going to be something that happens to us that we have to go, okay, hold my beer and go fucking just take care of business because tired of the kids in the background fucking things off. Like it it, is gotten to the point now, man, where like I hate to say it, but it really we're Trump's not denying he's not lying when he says we're on the brink of World War Three here. And it's because a guy a guy can't lead a guy is leading from behind. It's terrible. Well, it's not not to mention it's not like we're, we're not dealing with, uh, you know, we're not dealing with. This is not the, you know, where we're the only power in the world that has nuclear weapons. Like all these countries, countries have used nuclear weapons. So we're in very dire straits from a foreign policy aspect. It it is by far probably the most discouraging thing to be an American when your leader of the free world is perp walked for basically a bookkeeping crime. Same thing happened to Benjamin Netanyahu, by the way, in Israel. Uh, very, very uh, good ally of ours in Israel there. He got perp walk for some kind of financial crimes, and basically he's still he's still prime minister of the other country. So to me, it's kind of... The judicial system is now being used to, to penalize your opponents. And unfortunately, and I mean this judiciously here, what they do to us, we will do to them. And I don't mean who, not naming names, but I'm just telling you. 
time will tell what happens next because if they go down this road, I'm sorry, but there's a hell of a lot more evidence from the Biden family and the Hillary Clinton family. And let's see, we can go through the whole list here. All, all the DAs and, and other liberal cities, all that fun stuff. Like, for example, why is Lori Lightfoot not being indicted for murder if we're going to go down this road? You know, um, she was the mayor of Chicago. La oh, by the way, congratulations, Chicago, for voting a new mayor. Congratulations for all y'all uh, for having someone that knows how to actually lead a city. Uh, congratulations. That election was today. Also, uh, hopefully, and I mean this judiciously here, uh, that they elect a good governor of uh, Kentucky by the name of uh, the good old AG there. Uh, hopefully he wins. But I'm saying, Chris, in, in closing here, today is a very sad day. And I know I joke around about this and I, I sound like a blowhard conservative all the time. But today was really a sad day. And I'm not saying take out a box of tissues and being all woohoo. No, it's a sad day. It's a disappointing day when we become the embarrassment of the fucking free world because literally of a discretion, ladies and gentlemen, is a magical thing used in the judicial system. I'm going to close with this in a very nice possible manner. The federal system declined to prosecute this case. Alvin Bragg's predecessor declined to prosecute this case based on the merits of the evidence that was presented today. Every FEC ruled that it was not an election violation. Alvin Bragg, you are a disgrace to the legal profession. Disgrace. You make used car salesmen look legally and ethically better than a lawyer. I'm telling you, you should not. You are a crackpot lawyer, bar none. That's the end of it. Appreciate it, Chris. Any anything you any more thoughts in closing? Go ahead, Chris. I'll let you have. No, I think we've uh, I think we've established how what the uh, what the situation is, and uh, you know, time will tell what's next. And honestly, who knows? But all we can do is uh, is uh, say a prayer for our president, President Trump, and hope. The, uh, the the good Lord will keep there. will keep uh, will keep him safe and keep his family safe, and that's about all we can uh, we can ask for. And just keep keep going out there and keep fighting and supporting. Hopefully, I'll get his golf game. Just saying. <laughs> all right. Also, by the way, congratulations! It is Masters weekend. Uh, I hope everyone has a good week. Feel free to like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Appreciate it as always, Chris, for joining me. Sir, Let's do it again please. next week. Thank you for listening to the Yankee Cowboy Podcast. Feel free to follow us on social media via Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook.